evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another TGIM episode of The Stoop. Right here on Block Talk Radio, a little bebop, boobop, from my co-host, the incredibly awesome, the absolutely amazing, the beautiful, Jewel Tatey. Jewel, happy Monday. Happy Monday, Jeff. Oh, it's not a very happy Monday, but we're trying to power through. What do you think? It is not a super happy Monday. I agree. We've got a lot to talk about tonight on The Stoop, and a lot of it is a little tragic. Uh, so we're going to do our best to make you smile a little bit tonight if we can, give you the news and give you our usual banter and, and just try to have a good time here because, uh, like they always say, the show must go on, and it's got to go on, and, and things have got to get better. So we're going to go on the positive side of things tonight. Uh, starting off tonight by thanking Wednesday's guest, Art Chateau, and Jewel. <laughs> How great was Bart Wednesday night? He's such a super nice guy. <laughs> and you know that because he was so nice after the show, too. Uh, yeah, he just gave us nothing but praise, and I have nothing but praise for him. He was just so great, and um, I'm glad he got to say, like, all of his projects coming out because there are some great ones coming out, and... Um, no, he's a super awesome guy, and um, I think I think we have a buddy there for life. So uh, what do you think, Jeff? We'll have him back on and, and talk more of his projects because he's in so many. He's super busy. Absolutely. would love to have him on. Very entertaining. Not at a loss for words, which you like here. He was going on and on, and it's great because he, you know, he believes in himself, and he should. He is an incredible singer. His voice is fantastic. He's talented. Funny. I mean, we were laughing really funny. like crazy. And let's throw that in there. If you're having a bad last couple of days, if you're looking at the tragedy that's going on in the world, pop in Wednesday's edition of The Stoop. Go to blogtalkradio.com and look it up, or go to our Facebook page, or, or find it. And listen to Bart, and listen to me and Jewel, and it, it was hilarious. It's such a great time. So I want to thank Bart. And we're hoping to laugh and have a great time tonight again, because I think we will, because tonight, from the new Netflix hit comedy, Disjointed, Elizabeth Ho. Outstanding. Oh, yeah. She's uh, she's funny. She's beautiful. She's great on the show. I love her character. Have you been watching Disjointed, Joe? Yeah. Yeah. I've been Netflixing. Not so much chilling, but a lot of Netflixing <laughs> uh, the past week. And uh, no, I, I watched a lot of Disjointed. I'm not through like the whole season, but I watched a lot of it. It's hilarious. I love Kathy Bates. I love the whole cast. She's hilarious. I love her character, so I'm super excited for her to be on. Me too. Can't wait to have her on. And uh, I guess I'd say a new word. Maybe you could coin that phrase. Netflixing. Netflixing. Netflixing, not not chilling. Not not so much chilling. I hear you because uh, between the day job and the stoop radio and getting guests and doing stuff, it's hard to find time to chilling and Netflixing together. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, and I can't just like watch a TV. Like I have to be doing something and watching. So I'm either like sitting there, I don't know, working out or I'm sitting there making notes. You know what I mean? I have to be like doing something else while I'm watching TV. Um, yeah, that's just me. That <laughs> yeah, makes sense. I, uh, I got to watch uh, a little bit of it again tonight. Um, got home. Wife made a fantastic lasagna dinner. Absolutely amazing. Ooh. That's my Italian girl there. Oh, it's amazing. Nice. And, uh, you know, she said, yeah, before the show, let's watch a little more disjointed than we did. And I was laughing hysterically. And then I raced over to the studio. And now here we are. So, 
top five list. You know we love it. Something new every episode for you. And Jewel came up with this dandy, and I love it. In honor of Elizabeth Ho <laughs> and her wonderful show, Disjointed. Top five stoner movies. Yeah. And I know some of you goody goodies are sitting here saying, what is a stoner movie? What? Because like 20, 20% of our listeners, according to our stats, are uh, over the age of 50. 20%. So, uh, you know, really knock your socks off at our top five stoner movies, dude. We're going to let yeah. Jewel, Jewel Smoke Blunt Tady <laughs> start off oh, her yeah. top five. Her Smoke top up, five. Tady. Oh <laughs> no! Don't coin that. No, um, no, no. Oh, it, it's okay. on there. Top five. All right. Don't movies. Let it rip. Okay, number five. I I don't know if you've seen this, but if you haven't, check it out. Smiley Face, starring Anna Faris. This movie, I thought it was a scary movie at first because there's also a horror movie called Smiley Face, very horrifying, <laughs> but. I ended up watching this movie thinking it was going to be scary, and it was hilarious. It was Anna Faris, and she mm. she goes through goes through oh shut up she she goes through <laughs> a whole day. She's an actress, so she goes on an audition, but her main goal is to find some pot for the day, and it just leads her down a a trail of mayhem, and it's it's pretty hysterical. And I just think she's funny no matter what she's in. So smiley face number five, mm. number number four. It should be higher on the list, but there's so many good ones, and this is my personal higher number four. <laughs> ah, I got it. Oh, yeah. Well done. <laughs> okay. Uh, Half-Baked. Amazing. Just all-time. Dave Chappelle, Jim Brewer. It's just one of my favorites. I laugh every time, and every time it's on. And I have it on DVD somewhere, and I'm sure my boyfriend has it on DVD, too. Like, we both have it on DVDs, and we have nothing to watch we put that on, and we have a good chuckle. Uh, okay. Um, number three, Grandma's Boy. I quote Grandma's Boy, like, all the time, even though, you know, I don't wow. partake in such acts. But, uh, no, yeah. Grandma's, mm-hmm. Boy, Grandma's Boy is so funny. Like, I, I just laugh every time. Freaking um, Mick Swardson, I saw him live one time doing a, a comedy show with Will Farrell, like, I just love that whole cast, and yeah. And there's nothing funnier than those grandmas getting high. So, yeah, number three, grandma's boy. Number two, Pineapple Express. I wasn't thinking that Pineapple Express was going to be a super knock-me-on-my-ass, like, laugh-out movie, but James Franco coming out and probably playing his funniest and, and not serious part for once was incredible. And I just laughed from the beginning to the end. It had a great soundtrack. So, uh, soundtrack? Soundtrack. Soundtrack. <laughs> Pineapple Express. <laughs> soundtrack. Number two. And number one. I wasn't really considering this a stoner movie. This is why I had other things in the list. But it was called a stoner movie on some list. So I'm going to say it's my number one because it's also one of my favorite movies, The Big Lebowski. Because they do. They smoke, like, the whole time. And the dude smokes, like, the whole time. And... I probably quote that movie just as much. So, Big Lebowski, number one in my book. That's a pretty good list. 
I'm one of the few human beings on earth that have never seen the Big Lebowski, and I know that blows what? people away. When I, I know, I say that berserk, like they go batshit. Like you've never seen the Big Lebowski. No. I know, I know, I get that all so the time. Funny. I don't know it's a stoner movie. They, you have to go watch it. God. That ring. I don't know if I should go to confession here live on the air because you know we do get a lot of listeners, and uh, <laughs> you know I shouldn't confess to what I do in my free time. <laughs> anyway, what I do do in my free time sometimes is watch stoner movies, and here is my top five. And number <laughs> yeah. five, a movie so ridiculous that it has to consider it good, Dead Man on Campus. This is the goofiest, oddball funny, weird-ass movie, but I love it. Good old Zach Morris himself, Mark Paul Gosseler, Tom Everett Scott, who's one of my favorites. And it's just, it is so over the wall crazy the fake British rock guy is absolutely hilarious I'm depressed yes I am look <laughs> I mean he is hilarious and that movie is great that's number five dead man on campus number four me and Joel actually went with the same number four half baked you know you thought it was in higher on the list it's a great movie it's really funny um, again Chappelle and Jim Brewer and just a funny cast really good movie at number four number three here is a dark horse but an outstanding movie Jewel, and if you've never seen it go see pcu uh, jeremy piven love this movie it is so underrated <laughs> but when you say it you start to like it it's a, one of them quotable movies and it's really good and it's got some stoner aspects to it so number three pcu number two one that Maybe a little past Jules' generation. Maybe that's why she didn't have it on her list. But the legendary, the incredible Fast Times at Ridgemont High. <laughs> Jeff Spicoli is pretty much the ultimate stoner. And that movie is just so <laughs> high school and, and weed. And the scene where Spicoli's smoking, smoking in, in the Z28 with, with the kid. And they crashed the car. And oh my Legendary stoner <laughs> moments. Fast Times at Ridgemont High is number two. And number one, I've got to tie it number one. But not the kind of tie you suspect. It's a tie from the legendary kings of stoner movies, Cheech and Chong. Up in Smoke, Nice Dreams, and Next Movie. That little stretch where every couple of years they would put out a new stoner classic. And they're tied for number one for me. Up in Smoke, Nice Dreams, Next Movie. Man, if you can't laugh at Cheech and Chong stuff back then... You know, nothing is funny to you because it's just, just great stuff. That that's our list. That's a good list. It is a good list. Uh, when we first said stoner movies, I was looking at the movies that people would get stoned watching, and I was thinking like Pink Floyd, The Wall. I uh, think it's more, yeah, it's more acid, and it's not really a stoner movie. So mm-hmm. that didn't work for me. Then there was um, really outlandish. Where's my car and, and stuff like that? Like, I'm like fear and loathing. I was saying fear and loathing. I'm like, like no, that's more like a drug, like all over drug yeah, movie. Right, kind of like Pink Floyd the Wall. Fear and loathing is like acid <laughs> and all that crazy shit. And then there was mm-hmm. the, the and I tell you what, for my money, Days and Confused does not even make the list. I I, I don't get into Days and Confused. That didn't work for me. Nah, it's not uh, one of my faves either. That's why I had to. Yeah. Go hunting, and I remembered some of the the good ones I saw. So good list, though. I like your list. I Thank love Cheech and Chong, by the way. I I have watched all the movies, um, but I was just 
trying to think of like my generation and what what you wouldn't say, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we both got half baked, and I knew nobody on earth was going to say Dead Man on Campus. So um, let's run down the list again. I have seen that. PCU is a good long shot movie. I like that movie a lot. Mm-hmm. Top five list again: Jules, Smiley Face. Half baked at number four, three grandma's boy, which I always wanted to see and haven't yet. Number, oh my god, yep, haven't seen that one yet either. Number Crazy. two, the pineapple express, and number one, the big Lebowski that I have not seen yet. <laughs> god. My, my top five list dead man on campus, so bad it's good. Half baked PCU, fast times at Ridgemont High. A three-way tie with the Cheech and Chong classic series of Up in Smoke, Ice Streams, and next movie. Very, very well done, Jewel. Very well yourself. Did that make sense? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, kind of. I feel like I'm watching one of these stoner movies. <laughs> I know, right? Jeez. <laughs> Speaking of stoner movies and stoner TV shows and all that good stuff, Elizabeth Ho from the show Disjointed with Kathy Bates coming at us around 8 30 but before we get into that stuff we uh we gotta take it down a notch we don't like to on the stoop uh but sometimes we have to and uh news today and it, it's like a big fight going on right now about the official status of this man but of course the great tom petty uh was rushed to a hospital uh, last night being found unconscious apparently went into cardiac arrest he has been uh put on life support and then taken off life support uh, it doesn't look good, although Petty, in many aspects, has not been officially pronounced dead. This is tremendous, Jewel. Um, give us your thoughts on, on the potential passing of Tom Petty. God, this whole afternoon has just been tragic, and I was just I was sitting with my dad in his living room, and I'm I'm getting the reports. I'm getting the reports from like Twitter. I'm like. Oh no! And I had to like break it to my dad because he's such a—he's a huge music fan. Like he's just—he—he he knows like he's just a fan of these guys. You know what I mean? Like he's basically grown up with the guys. So like Bruce and Tom Petty, and it's just sad to see. Like, oh my God! And I told him today it was just so horrific. And we're going through, and now it's like we don't know where it's at. But yet, like you said, it doesn't look good. And. It's just so sad. It's shocking. He just got off tour, like, last week from this huge summer tour. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's like, you think these guys are going to live forever because they're just legends, and it's just sad to see. I'm just praying for him and his whole family. Yeah, very uh, a very tragic story. I've seen Petty live three times. His uh, stage shows are outstanding. Um always kind of tell a little story. He's got a lot of props and, and things on stage and he always delivers a good show. And, uh, you know, I got news of this and I was blown away by it. And then Jewel had texted me to, to tell me about it as well. And then, you know, just searching through social media all day to get a final word, which we don't want a final word. We hope something miraculous mm-hmm. will happen here, but um, it's always hard to come on here and, you know, talk about the potential passing of, of some of your favorites and some legends. So I know in listening to things like full cardiac arrest, uh, taking off life support, I'm no doctor. It sounds to me like uh, the end is near. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know what else to say. And that's it's bad yeah. reporting. I don't know what else to say right now. Well, we'll know more probably tonight or tomorrow, but 
it's just super sad. Yeah, we'll try to, uh, you know, if anything new comes about update-wise, we'll try to get it to you. And like I said, there's people arguing back and forth. He's dead. No, he's not dead. No, that's not really the thing you want to argue about. Yeah. So let's uh, wish for the best. It's time for America as a whole. Stop arguing about things. And, and another one right yeah, please, another one right here. The, the absolutely tragic story last night coming out of Las Vegas where a shooter opens up on a Jason Aldean concert on concert goers. The death toll here, I, I don't even know. Last I heard it was 58 and over 500 wounded. Have you heard anything new about this, this count? Yeah, I kept looking to see the count. The last I saw was uh, 58 people were killed and 515 were injured. So... It's it's the the biggest mass shooting in in modern U.S. history. This is just senseless, senseless, crazy, unbelievable tragedy. I, I just don't understand um, what possesses people to do such a thing like this. And when I went this morning to the news and on Yahoo, and they had some pretty graphic-looking pictures. There was one picture of this, which seemingly is a very young lady laying in the middle of the street covered in blood. Why I really, I can't understand where we have gone as a society that this is, you know, it's not, it's shocking, but anymore you're like, ah, here comes another one. Mm, Yeah. You know, and it's, yeah, it's just like, oh, wow, another one happened. Because now we've seen so much crazy stuff go on that it's losing its shock. (laughs) Yeah. And whatever you want to add in, God, I'm. Uh, <laughs> no, I was just, I was literally like on the treadmill this morning watching the news, and I'm just watching. I'm actually like reading the words, and uh, this girl, she was like, she was on the phone with her dad, and she's like, Dad, there's just bodies dropping around me, like they're just piling people on trucks. Like I've seen, I've seen people save people. I've seen people like get killed for people, and. I thought I was going to die, and that's why she, like, recorded everything. Just, like, the first-hand accounts or that I watched all day, like, moms covering their babies. Like, I don't know. I just – I was breaking down all day. It was really hard. It was just a rough freaking day, and it's just sad. And I don't know. Like, yeah, when's it going to end? This guy, this guy, he shouldn't even be named, freaking 64-year-old man – he busted out the window of the Mandalay Bay and just went nuts um, on the time when people were supposed to be celebrating at a country festival. So Exactly. You sure, as hell, you sure as hell won't hear uh, his name spoken by us here in the stoop because, you know, yeah. I, I, it's just something we don't promote. And I know a lot mm-hmm. of people out there are gun people now and the license to carry and all that. And that's fine for protection. This isn't protection. This is nonsense. This is bullshit. It's got to stop. You know, and you know, we're here on, on, on the stoop, and our word gets out. You know, we got listeners, and you know, however many people are listening to us tonight, join together, get some sense. It's time to be a society again and knock this kind of shit off. Yeah, I today. thought, it, like, yeah. even like positive messages being like skewed today on like stands and sides and political things. I'm like, Dude, like, enough is enough. Like, this is a problem, obviously. I'm not going to take a stand on it because it's not my place right now. Like, 
right now it's just about Vegas, you know what I mean, and the grieving families. So, but just even, even the simplest little things are, are being skewed, and like people are still fighting. So just knock the hell off, and everybody love everybody. Agreed, agreed. And uh, speaking of um, people I love, not so much people I love, but the women that this man brought into our lives, I absolutely love. Uh, last week, of course, we lost the legend Hugh Hefner, founder of Playboy magazine and the whole Playboy empire. Uh, passed away at 91 years old. Man, that guy lived a full life. 91 yeah. years old. So um, we got these stats here from our terrific statistician, Jewel Tatey. Um, that his wife, 31-year-old, 30, Jesus, 31 years old, Crystal Hefner was left off his will but was granted $5 million in a house in the Hollywood Hills. The rest of the $43 million was split between his children, the USC Film School, and other charities. You're asking me, I'll ask you as well, do you think this was fair, final will and testament? I, I don't know. I mean, you know, that seems like a lot for someone like us. I mean, she's married to him since, what, 2012? That's a couple years. I don't know. I thought it'd be a little more than that. Like, this guy does have an empire. Um, I think his sons deserve the most, definitely. Like, this this chick is only 31, and she wasn't that that girlfriend for a long time. The longest was Holly Madison, who I thought he was going to marry, just watching, um, what was it, The Girls Next Door. So, yeah, she, she wanted to marry him big time, but you know she just wanted to marry him for the money. But it looks like uh, Holly made out better than Crystal. Not to, you know, trash on the dead or anything, but it looks like Crystal didn't make out with too, too much. What do you think? <laughs> uh, you know, the the part about the whole will that makes me upset was I was not appointed the head of Playboy or going Aww. to the mansion. Uh, you know how much love and care I could bring to these boy bunnies? You know, just I'm a giver like that. <laughs> uh, you know, you talk you about all the... Uh, you bounce the grotto. So you could do in a penguin too. <laughs> I like it. It's not bad. Uh. <laughs> you talk about all his uh, wives and the women that he had and uh, my favorite was uh was always Barbie Benton and oh, I absolutely loved that woman. Oh. Yeah, she's aged well as as well, but man, she was wow, one of my favorites. But um, She was always like Miss Robinson that would come back on the show and like I had him first. He was mine. And Holly would be all mid at Barbie because she thought she still had a chance. <laughs> it was great. I love that show. I love Kendra. I, I still follow Kendra, so she's great. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> Barbie Whatever. was a... Yeah, apparently she was a little bitchy. I used to love her, though, guys. Mm. But, yeah, the... Uh, there was um, there was some <laughs> double-edged sword with the controversy. A lot of women, you know, were like, yeah, all right, you know, he died, and but he wasn't really big on uh, women's rights, and he wasn't—you know—he didn't do a lot to help women. He did a lot to uh, kind of materialize women or share them off as uh, you know, pieces of meat. And what do you think? Do you think Playboy was was good for women or, or bad for women? Do you think people? Well, that's a bad example. Um, now, take like Jenny McCarthy. Do you think Jenny McCarthy is considered like a piece of meat? No, she's like a strong woman. She has an excellent career. She has a lovely family. She's married to a Wahlberger. Wahlberger. <laughs> um, but Pamela Anderson, like, Kendra, the, all these women have great careers. You know what I mean? Like, they're all doing something that they, they want to do. So um, I think he, he helped them, and 
they knew what they were doing getting into this. Playboy's very classy. Um, Jesse, my cousin, was in Playboy, and um, what? Just, yeah, she yeah she put up her spread um on Instagram. You're not on Instagram, uh huh. <laughs> but uh, no, they're just very classy, and I think they help a lot of women out. Where do I? Question for you, real quick, not to cut you off. Where do I find archived issues of Playboy? <laughs> I don't know. I just go on Instagram. I don't know. Oh, but, I know. Uh, yeah, I, I, I know. Yeah. I mean, you, you lost me after you said take Jenny McCarthy because I stopped right there mentally and went to a totally different world. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I oh, come God. back to tune in and I hear Jessica <laughs> was in Playboy also. Wow. Great few minutes there. Legendary. Yeah, but I mean, it, it did help some women get a career off. I mean, granted, yeah. all right, for being naked. Okay, but Playboy was a a classier naked. It wasn't all, I'm not going to use the terminology, but it's not all hanging out there, and it's not, you know, racy shots. It's it's classier shots. It's mostly focused on breast and, and face, you know, and, and I like that. I mean, I, I love women. We know that. I just think we, there's some magazines that really overly work it, you know, in certain bodily parts that we don't really don't need to see yeah, that. it's not but, like you know. Hustler. It's Right. I mean, because some of them are It's bad. cynical. <laughs> I like Playboy. I thought it was a good magazine. Um, and he and he did have, like, final say until he, he was uh, well into his 90s. Of, like, all the photo shoots and the art department, like, he wanted everything to look a certain way and everything. So, he was a worker. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> That's my job. I we a worker, too. Yeah. <laughs> So work. 24 hours a day, can you imagine? You're coming to bed, honey? No, I've got work to do. <laughs> Poor bastard. Oh. Yeah, all three of us, honeys. 91 years old, Hugh Hefner. Rest in peace. And the Rest ongoing joke, death. I said it that morning, and I've seen a lot of people sort of post on Facebook. He's probably the one guy you can't say, he's in a better place now. I, I can't imagine <laughs> him being in a better place than where he imagine, just came from. <laughs> imagine Hugh Hefner's heaven. Oh, poor guy. It's probably like regular Earth. There's like no women. And yeah. <laughs> he's he's got to go to a regular job. So, anyway. uh, real quickly, it's Monday Night Football. And as you remember from play season last year, I was running my mouth because I became the king of predictions. I was hitting left and right and I couldn't get a game wrong. And some of my friends are like, oh, you stopped talking football and stopped making predictions. So, tonight, Monday Night Football, Chiefs, Redskins, Redskins, uh, Bay News Eagles fans, Redskins pull off the upset tonight. They beat Kansas City. Kansas City hangs its first loss, and the Redskins, the big upset tonight. Wow. The Eagles, yeah, tied for first. Oh, it's a big upset, actually, I think. It's Kansas City. A lot of people are thinking Kansas City is the best team in the league. Washington's got a lot of weapons. I think they can uh, give me a game here and might be able to steal this one tonight. Crap. And you heard it here on the stoop. So it's archived forever. So when they get trounced by 40 points tonight, you could all laugh at me. Okay. What what period is it? Or quarter? Sorry. Hasn't started yet. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hasn't sorry, started yet. Uh, it's going to start in a few minutes. And it's been a crazy uh, day. I hear you. It absolutely has. Um, trying to steer myself into the cheery things. Fantasy football. My one team. I have Chris Thompson tonight going for the Redskins. I'm down by 19 points. I need a big effort from Mr. Chris Thompson. I know Chris is a regular listener here at the Stoop. So if you're listening right now inside your helmet, <laughs> come on, Chris. You can do it. I am I'm sucking so bad at my fantasy 
very, very bad. I think I'm ninth out of ten people. You know what? I'll let that slide. Yeah, next year we'll uh, I'll work with you more, and we'll even do a, we'll do some stupid episodes, some um, like a fantasy football rundown show kind of thing. Yeah, That'd be pretty great. We need it. Yeah, like that. We need it. Well, week to week injuries, a lot of injuries yesterday too. We'll we'll touch on that in a little bit. If you're a fantasy football player, a lot of injuries yesterday. That could prove costly. Uh, we're about a minute or two away, we certainly hope, from uh, Elizabeth Ho, who plays Jenny, <laughs> she plays Jenny on the new show Disjointed on Netflix with Kathy Bates. Pretty funny show. It's about the marijuana. Not many people out there have ever heard about it. <laughs> and where you can buy it. <laughs> and where you can buy it. Now, I'm now, like looking around. Legal? Is it legal uh, it in is California, legal. right? I believe it's become legal in California and Colorado. Which makes me wonder why I'm still in Pennsylvania. Okay. Well, I think Jersey <laughs> isn't Jersey next. Jersey, uh, I, I heard was looking into it. PA I heard a lot of a lot of states are looking into it. Uh, I guess it still depends on the dollars and cents, uh, what you can make out of it, and what you can turn it into, and etc. Which you know, that seems to be the the American way is about making money. And I don't you know we're going to be the last ones. Always the last ones. Probably, and you know, it is what it is. It's you know, it's not like it's it can't be found, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not like it's really scarce. Yeah, um, yeah seriously. Now it's like you get caught with it, and it's like a slap on the wrist. Yeah. Before it's like know. jail time. <laughs> they they absolutely could not keep up with the amount of people that <laughs> they would have no. to catch. No. And I mean. Tisserone, if you partake, more power to you. Um, I always was a little befuddled by people that would do it and then go out in the streets or go out in public and stuff like that. Because to me, it was like, you know, seems like something you would want to do in a comfort of your own house. Mm. Yeah, like I don't, pe- I don't get people who do it and then go to work. Like, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. I know you're not doing your job efficiently. I don't care what you do on your off time. But when you go to work, um, maybe you shouldn't be blazing up. <laughs> Agreed. And uh, speaking of blazing up and disjointed and all that great stuff, <laughs> we are joined right now by the amazing Elizabeth Ho. Elizabeth, welcome to the stoop. Thank you so much. I couldn't have asked for a better intro. Like, what an oh. amazing transition. <laughs> Shoot. It's what, we, it's what we try to do here. It's what we try to do. We try to, you know, I kind of watch the clock and I watch the phone line and I try <laughs> to get a good lead in. So uh, we want to thank you so much for coming on. Uh, I'm Jeff, of course, and I'm here with Jewel and uh, everybody, Elizabeth Hi. Ho. Hi. Thank you so much <laughs> for having me on. It's such a privilege and a pleasure. Oh, thank, you, thank you so for, much. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, uh, I've been watching, as we said, I've been, I've been kind of binge-watching Disjointed. i got a couple of uh, episodes in. i got one in again tonight. So let's get right into it, if you will. Your character is Jenny. She's a bud yeah. tender at a marijuana <laughs> dispensary. Uh, have you ever been to a uh, dispensary? And uh, what exactly are you guys smoking on this show? They always show you smoking. What What is that all about? <laughs> you know, we had uh, the pleasure of having a cannabis consultant named uh, Dr. Dina. She was given her doctorate by Snoop Dogg. Um, wow. She owns, I know, right? Don't you wish all <laughs> doctorates were kind of given by Snoop Dogg? Yeah, <laughs> of course. 
great. Um, and she has an incredible dispensary um, over in West Hollywood. Um, and she was on set to help us make sure that dispensary life was as close as we could get it to look as, you know, as real as we could get it to look um, within the sitcom world. Obviously, there's some some things that we had to tinker with in, in terms of storytelling, but it's all pretty darn true. And what was really fun is Netflix, for our premiere, turned her store into looking like the uh, dispensary we had on the show. So that was a real fun treat and pleasure. Um, awesome. And then the answer, go ahead. No, I just said that's great. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, to answer what we were smoking on the show, uh, most of it was this it, like super gross stuff that left this disgusting taste in the back of your throat. <laughs> um, it's like non-carcinogenic, non-nicotine, not like it was the most unfun stuff to smoke. Um, uh, is, it it like, really, is it like a vape? Well, we had vape pens, um, so those were okay. But when we had joints, it basically it reminded me of like oddly oregano. Not that I've smoked oregano before. <laughs> <laughs> this is oh, terrible. This is exactly <laughs> what this must be. Oh wow. god, it's like smoking catnip. That's terrible. Yes. Not it sounds like you might have experience with that, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a goof. Don't mind me. <laughs> Look, girl, so, if we have to, we will do it for research. There you go. Whatever it takes. Um, do you truly believe in the healing powers of marijuana? I mean, I don't know your stance on it, but, you know, do, do you think it's a healer? Do you think it's a good thing that it's getting legalized? Um, I personally do think it is a healer uh, compared to some of the pharmaceutical opiates and narcotics that we have on the market that Agreed. are truly dangerous and have sadly taken the lives of many good men and women um, and famous actors and celebrities. Um, I think it's a great alternative to that, one that's much safer. I myself um, have a back problems. And I sometimes will use, like, a CBD cream to help me with my inflammation before I go to sleep. Um, and oh, that's wow. been really, really helpful. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, we have to talk about the cast because the cast on Disjoinit is so huge. We have Kathy Bates and from Man TV, Nicole Sullivan. Um, how were you excited? How excited were you, sorry, to when you found out you got the part? Oh, my God, I was beyond excited. It was one of those surreal moments when my my manager called me and he was like, you got it. And you, there's like, in my mind, I think I understood it, but it didn't really register until after I hung up the phone. I was like, holy <laughs> bananas. I'm going to be working <laughs> across, you know, someone like Kathy Bates, who is a national treasure, in my opinion. Um, and it's, you know, it's one of those things where I just get, it's like, new kid at school, like, I don't. I was worried I was gonna call her something like wrong. Like, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what I was. I was thinking, but it was definitely one of those things where it's like maybe I'll forget her name. Liz, you're not gonna forget Kathy Bates' name. But like that was a fear, you know, because I just hold her in such high esteem and regard. In terms of Nicole Sullivan, I mean, I loved her on Mad TV. I'm a big yeah. Law and Order SVU fan. I remember her her episode on Law and Order SVU. I remember seeing her and being like, "At cool, at cool, at cool." <laughs> Make sure she doesn't know that you're like a huge fangirl. Um, same thing with so many of our other actors, Michael Trucco from Battlestar Galactica. Um, yeah. I'm a huge 
Battlestar Galactica fan, and that was another one of those, like, don't ask, don't ask a fan question. Don't ask it. And I remember I asked him one, like, right before we were wrapping, and I was like, that's the one you get, because others in this sound really dumb. And then, you know, we have incredible comedians like Tone Bell. Um, he was on yes. that great show, Bad Judge, and he's touring the country. And Chris Redd, we're so proud of him. He is on SNL right now. He just joined the cast of SNL this yes. season. And he That's is great. spectacular, along with Dougie Baldwin, Aaron Moten, and Elizabeth Alderfer. I mean, the cast keeps on going, and it's just, it's a big, incredible cast. I could not be luckier to work with such incredible people. That's so awesome. Um, we have to ask, do, uh, do you have any funny stories, or what was the most fun you had on set with the cast? <laughs> um <laughs> Well, I say giggling nervously. We love to celebrate birthdays. So it would become a big production about birthdays. I was always in charge of making the birthday cards. I love, this sounds really nerdy, but I really love paper crafting. It's something that brings me a lot of pleasure. I'm sure, Jeff, you can understand how much you love paper crafting. <laughs> Absolutely. It's my favorite thing to do. You just, my spare time. you just love making cards. You just love it. You can't stop yourself, little Hallmark over there. Um, but I remember for Valentine's Day, Kathy kind of turned the tables on us. Usually we were, the rest of the casting crew were running around giving, you know, trying to sneak birthday cakes on set and surprise people. Kathy turned mm-hmm. the tables on us, and she gave everyone on the cast these goodie bags, which included... Rastafarian onesies, like in Rastafarian colors. That's awesome. <laughs> yes, amazing already, right? You're like, it can't get any yeah. better. Well, a bunch of us decided to put them on, and she was rehearsing a scene, and uh, we decided to come out dressed in our onesies and surprise her in the middle of a take <laughs> and Aww. jump up and down, and we were just chanting Kathy's name, and she was giggling, and it was it was complete chaos and madness. And it's a bunch of, you know, 20-year-olds jumping around in onesies that are yellow, green, and black with either stripes or, like, marijuana leaves printed on them. And Dougie Baldwin's a very tall man. He's all, like, gangly. It was, it was so much fun. That's freaking that great. That's pretty great, actually. I mean, I, I'm a onesie guy. Yeah, I love me some onesie. <laughs> so, so it's um, great. You know, you just put one on and you go. Yeah, I mean, it's the ultimate, like, you know, living like a big child, which is great. I mean, I love that stuff. As you could tell, I, mean, I, I, I like to laugh it up. Uh, so let's talk about some <laughs> other stuff that that you've done. Uh, you've had guest spots on many shows at Grey's Anatomy and Melissa and, and Joey and, of course, Two and a Half Men. You know, how does working on disjointed compared to those television shows you have been on? And especially being a regular character now as opposed to a guest character where you really get to be like a family. Uh, how do you like being on a regular series? Uh, I love it. <laughs> like, it's just straight up cutting right. the chase. It's incredible. <laughs> this is a family. We call each other fam. We have our own text chain, and we'll text mm-hmm. almost every day. Um, you know, I've been really lucky to guest on shows where everyone has been so incredibly professional and kind. And, again, talking about being, like, the new kid on the block, when you're a guest star, you show up maybe for a day. Um, and I've always been lucky to work on shows where – the cast and crew have been so welcoming. Um, Melissa and Joey is a great example of that. Uh, Grey's Anatomy, like you said. Um, Two and a Half Men is another great example, another Chuck Lorre production. Um, yes. There's a reason why his shows do so well. I mean, he runs a tight ship and works with the best and kind people. And it really is a testament to him 
as an executive producer, um, creating those kinds of environments to work in. Um, but how does it differ? It's like being a guest at someone's house at a party. You're like, I don't really know people, but they all seem cool, and I'll bring, like, a nice wine, and hopefully I'll stay for a bit. We're not sure. Versus, like, you're throwing the party with a bunch of your friends. It's going to get crazy. Everyone's bringing their favorite dish, and you're going to be there till like, 4 in the morning, and who knows if we are all going to end up, like, remembering any of it <laughs> who's going to clean up no one knows but you know that it's like it's a family party that's great um i love the character you play jenny and she is has a very strict family um and she her mom wants her to like go through a medical school medical school i'm sorry i'm like tripping over my words um <laughs> and, <You're fainting. laughs> i am i'm it's okay. out. It, this is this is the, this is the interview to be tripping on, like honestly, yeah, you picked the perfect interview, so I'm it's really, fine. It's fine. I'm nervous because your family is so strict, <laughs> so I'm nervous. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Here. Yeah. Uh, can you relate to Jenny in this way? Like, did you have a strict upbringing, like she did? You know, I I'm fourth. It depends what side of the family. I'm Chinese American. I'm either fourth or fifth generation, depending what side you're looking at. Um, I would say I would really relate to Jenny in that. She's a woman, a young woman who is on the precipice of deciding who she's going to be. Is she going to follow family wishes? I'm sure every kid can relate to that, you know, what mom and dad want you to do. Or are you going to follow your own path? And I think for a lot of um, immigrants and even non-immigrants, there is that feeling of family obligation and wanting to make your family proud. Um, And Jenny, it was it was really a pleasure being able to portray that push and pull between wanting to please family and wanting to become the person who might not be what family wants. Um, I've been really lucky growing up. I had a very supportive family. Um, my mom was a Broadway actress and dancer, and my dad was a doctor. And, you know, oh, wow. both had uh, very different ways of looking at my accomplishments as a kid. But you know, at the end of the day, I was their kid and they loved me. Um, I did feel a little of that obligation when I was in college. I was like, I'm going to, I have to do business. If I'm going to spend this money, I have to choose like the straight and narrow path. Um, but then I just, I realized that it wasn't something I was passionate about. And um, I was lucky to have the support of family and friends. But also, I just totally changed majors without telling my parents. So <laughs> there was that, too. And that. Uh, and that. But, you know, like, once everything kind of came to a head, and I don't know if either of you are parents. I'm not parents. I just have fur dogs, um, which are like babies that I can shut in a cage if they act wrong. Can't do that with babies. Thank you. Can't, no. I mean, you can, no. then you're going to jail. Um <laughs> You know, as parents, I'm sure you see uh, you want what's best for your kids. You see them starting to make mistakes of their own, and you want to you want them to learn from your growing pains. And sometimes you can't do that. And I know that my parents definitely had that fear of me pursuing a career in the arts. Um, and there were growing pains, like any career. Uh, but I've been very fortunate to have had a, a pretty steady career in this in this very tumultuous uh, area called acting. <laughs> and and you're very good too. I got to tell you, you you really have a natural knack for it. 
love the Jenny character. It's so smooth and well played out. You're this really pretty girl, this real cool girl, the stoner girl. You, you nail the character. It's absolutely incredible. But um, some other things you talk about passions and growing up and things you were doing. You also appeared uh, as Jasmine in Disney's Aladdin Live Spectacular. Uh, is theater something you enjoy too? Musical theater? Is that something you'd like to get into uh, some more as well? Uh, thank you, Jeff, for all those compliments. Um, you can <laughs> keep on doing them. The check is on your way. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I will you after this. Uh, <laughs> you know, my mom was, um, she was on in a chorus line in uh, London when it premiered over there. And I had always wow. grown up really admiring her. Um, she won, uh, she was with the cast that won a bunch of Olivier's, which is the English equivalent to Tony's. And so I grew up doing theater. Um, That was my summer camp was community theater. Um, I remember being, I think it was my junior year of high school, and there's a program in um, Oregon, Ashland, Oregon, um, with the Oregon Shakespeare Festival that they have kids come out and look at shows. And I remember applying for it. I was like, I'm such an awesome theater nerd. This is going to be great. I'm going to come back and be, like, so much better than my fellow peers because I was a dick. (laughs) (laughs) it really blew me away I saw my first black box my first true black box theater experience where it wasn't just I mean I just saw Hamilton and that was incredible Um, Mm. I cannot sing and dance like those humans can and God bless them for it but I just remember watching this black box play um, called Stop Kiss by Diana Sun and uh, now she writes for TV and is a producer for TV And I remember being so drawn in by the story and being like, what, you can have a real story on on stage without, like, songs and dance? Mind explosion. And that was really (laughs) the turning point for me. Yeah, I know. I mean, that was the turning point for me. That's when I was like, man, I could really do, like, theater, and I wouldn't have to go to – I wasn't the best dancer. I could move. And I wasn't the best singer, but I could sing. Um, But I knew that (laughs) – like, I could do those things, but it was never truly a passion um, and something that when I see some of my fellow friends and artists who do musical theater for a living, you see this passion and joy just, like, erupt from their soul, and there's nothing like that for me for dancing and singing. Yeah. <laughs> like, the way they can express themselves. So I'd rather leave that to the people who can truly, like, embody that fully, and then I'll take this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we we just had someone who who does a lot of Broadway and the Trans Siberian Orchestra on last week, and it just seems so grueling and very stressful and really hard. Um, but speaking of your passions, you do have a successful YouTube channel, The Real Hug Life. Um, can you oh tell us God. a little bit about this? Uh, well, just like the planning and stamping and crafting. Are you still into this? You know. It's- Jewel, I am. I had to take a back seat because uh, it had to take a back seat because I started, my career started picking up for me. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, the career of an artist can be very cyclical. You'll have feast or famine days. So you'll either work a lot and then you won't work a lot. It's, it's not predictable like a, uh, perhaps like a doctor's practice where you know you're always going to have patients. Yeah. Um, I started this channel because... I like I, I I like Jeff and I share this passion for paper crafting. Um, <laughs> you know me so well. <laughs> I can just see the inside of your soul. Uh, it's beautiful. Um, oh. I 
I had flushing here that, in the studio. <laughs> I bet. I could see that there was just an like I wanted to express myself creatively. Um, I I am by no means a, a creative writer, but I do like to express myself through art. And I thought, wow, I'm not the best paper crafter or planner, but I know I could be the sassiest one. And so it felt like a really great merging of things that I like to do, which is play with stickers and markers and stamps while also merging stuff like camera work, uh, editing work, voiceover work into one place that could be just a fun place for people to share ideas. Um, yeah. I do swear on my channel. It's not necessarily the best place for kids to go. Um, we like, like that our show. Show was one of <laughs> Exactly. That's why I knew we'd get along <laughs> just fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the Hug Life, it's now called uh, Liz Ho Show. I just tried to make everything more streamlined. It really yeah. is an expression of paper crafting um, and what you can do with just like simple things around your house um, or from like Michael's or from Target or from Walmart. And be able to create something that can give you joy within a very short amount of time. Because I guess that's what ended up happening for me. I had a lot of things in the pipeline coming out, like movie-wise, show-wise. But I couldn't hold any of those things in my hand as an artist uh, yet. Everything was in, like, post-production. And so it was really nice to have something I could have control over and get to share and be creative with online. In your um, free time, do you still, like, do any of that, any of the crafting? Yes, Joel, I do. I do indeed. <laughs> good, good. I'm glad I, you do. You're good I at love, it. Thank you. I love working. Um, I'm really into card making right now. I sound like a, a very nice Midwestern lady right now. <laughs> I'm really into card making right now. I love sending people cards. Um, it's actually kind of like meditation for me um, yeah. because I'm working with my hands and I'm doing stuff that's not necessarily like, I mean, this morning, I don't know about you guys when I heard about the shooting in La- Las Vegas. Yeah. It was very hard. It's, it's a really rough time for this country right now. And uh, something that sometimes helps calm my mind so I can have clarity and be able to take, it's really about self-care at the end of the day for me, is to do things like paper crafting. Yeah, and that's why I asked too because, you know, I draw and it just gets me out of my mind and, you know, I could just sit there and, and go into my own world. So I just want to know if you still have time because it does help, like, my stress. I want to know if it helped your stress and that's good. You're still doing it. Yeah, it definitely is. I have my own separate Instagram under at Liz Ho Show that displays all my the cards I'm currently working on or have worked on if anyone is curious. Uh, cool. Jewel, do you have do you have a place where you share your artwork, or is this more of an introspective thing for you? <laughs> um, I share a little bit of my artwork on Instagram. I'm not the best. Uh, I took some art classes in college, but I, I just like to draw my little cartoons and stuff. So I, I put some on Instagram, but then eventually get embarrassed and take them down. So <laughs> you know, uh, I understand. I understand that fear of share. It's a very vulnerable thing to do to share that out into the world. Yeah. And you see so many um, other but, people who are better than you. You're like, uh, mine's. Oh my god, I know. <laughs> I know. But, but it is also like really cool seeing where other people are in their learning process, and it's also very encouraging to hear that this is something that you take solace in, um, and that you just enjoy for yourself. You're not doing it for anyone else. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that, 
Yeah, but that's the beauty to it. You know, absolutely. That you know, I say you make it your own, and you may not be famous for it. You know, I I love this. I I, I could do this radio show 24 hours a day, and this is why you, you get the real inside scoop of people that you see on TV, and the majority of us are, are very down to earth people. And and you've been amazing, Elizabeth, and we're really lucky we had you come on tonight. Um, a little bit more about your career, but you know, let's go to something different. Uh, obviously, Disjointed is big on Netflix, so we'd like to get in deep and ask, what shows do you like to binge watch? you a Netflix binge watcher? Do you like cable series? What does Liz Ho get down to in <laughs> binge watch? <laughs> All right, here we go. Take out a pen and paper. Um, well, on Netflix, I really loved Gaga's documentary called Spy Foot Two. Yeah, uh, it really showed her vulnerability as an artist and like her pain. And oh my God, I'm obsessed with her. Um, really I good. definitely have watched that multiple times. Yeah. Um, I really right now like baseball season's ending for me, so I was really into watching baseball games for a lot this summer. <laughs> Same here. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. No, not at all. Yep. I don't. I'm an Oakland A's gal, so we suck. Uh, but it was nice to see us kind of rally at the end. So that was that was nicer to see than just us losing constantly. Um, the other shows I've been watching are oh, I'm so embarrassed about this, but I'll just say it out loud. I love reality TV, so I love like HGTV. I'm obsessed with Tiny Homes. I don't want one. Yes. How do people live in them? Yes, I like that show. What? Why do you want a desk that turns into a couch that turns into, like, a lamp? Like, why can't you just have one thing? Um, right? I'm like, just don't you just want, like, one living room? Like, isn't that just enough? Um, I also like watching uh, the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. Uh, Me too. That is always a... <laughs> yes, you do. Uh I'm a big Bachelor Nation fan, um, but I also I started watching like American Vandal. My friend um, Aaron is on it, and that is the series where they're basically lampooning the whole like making of a murderer kind of yeah. series on Netflix, where this guy, this high school kid, gets uh, accused of drawing dicks on cars, and they make <laughs> they treat it like he's murdered someone, and they're like, this is where he was at this time, and they have a map, oh, and it's shit. really funny. Um, God. that and like it's so funny I just hung out with some of the disjointed cast last night and we were talking about The Keepers which is another Netflix oh. show that we all binge together yeah, that's good so, like, so good um, yeah that and like I love radio so like you guys um, and podcasts I'm obsessed with true crime podcasts right now Sword and Scale criminal, um, yeah I mean you guys aren't true crime Possibly, <laughs> unless there's like a big twist at the end of this. <laughs> no, no, that's it. <laughs> yeah, those are the things I'm binging right now. Oh, wow, very cool. It's a great list. That is very cool. Seems like you, you know, you really seem to have a, a good handle on on your time, uh, professional, personal, and that, and that's pretty awesome. Um, where do you like to see yourself uh, professionally? What's next for Liz Ho? You have any movie projects? Uh, you hope when it runs for a while, what are you looking into? What's next for you up next, coming up? Well, um, the next 10 episodes of Disjointed are coming out, um, I believe, spring 2018. So you have 10 more of us to record to. And then fingers awesome. crossed on another season. 
But guys, these next 10, they are crazy. If you thought we did some crazy stuff in this first 10, we were like, this is just insane. It gets <laughs> wilder, if you can imagine that. Um, <laughs> and then I have some other projects in the horizon that I'm, I'm not at liberty of talking about yet. Uh, but I will say I am really honored to be one of the jurors for the, uh, the Asian um, Pacific Film Festival at USC. It's their inaugural um, film festival, and I am a USC alum, and so I'm really honored to go and do that. I believe that's happening October 16th. Oh, that's so wow. awesome. That sounds pretty awesome. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's been a uh, it's been a terrific terrific interview. We've had a great time. Um, so you can catch Elizabeth Ho on Netflix in the show Disjointed. She plays Jenny the but tender, tender. And, uh, I have uh, immediately drawn a little crush on my favorite new TV character, Jenny from Disjointed. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeff, go on. And Again, Jenny thinks I'm a stoner. <laughs> yes, I do. No, I know better. Or do I? <laughs> thank, so, thank you guys so much for having me on. It's been sure. so fun talking to you, y'all. Can we have you on again? Of course. What am I going to say? No, and then like hang up. Like, what did this guy do? <laughs> I want oh, that to happen. Project come out. No, absolutely. We would love to invite you back. Hi. Uh, yeah, come back. <laughs> you kidding? You guys are awful. Worst moment of my life. Well, no, mean, but seriously. When? Uh, yeah, I go ahead. I would love to, Jeff. Plus, I need to find out how your fantasy football team does. That uh, a girl, man, you, are, you are just stealing the thunder. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, tonight I'm on the ropes here, and it's it's looking a little Woo. lovely. But <laughs> uh, thank you so much. Yeah, we will uh, we'll have you back real soon when the new season comes out. We'll have you back. We'll talk about that, and we will talk about all kind of paper crafts. I'm going to start getting into more paper crafts and share them with you. <laughs> oh, God bless you. God bless you, Jeff. You're such a good sport. Thanks so much, you guys. Have Thank a good you. one. Thank Thanks, you Elizabeth. so much. Take care. Bye. Bye. Wow. Uh, okay, I'm going to take a look around the studio real quick. Is my wife sitting here? I'm in love with Elizabeth Howe. I think she's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> she thinks I'm a student. <laughs> God, I was fumbling so bad. I'm sorry. You know, you know, it happens, and you know, I get a little stumbly too, and you get excited because, like I said, you have these people you watch on TV. They've got this, you know, they they work hard to get this celebrity, and then they they use it, and then you hear them being really down to earth people, and that's pretty great. And Elizabeth was like definitely somebody I'd hang out with, like in my group of friends. She's funny as could be. She's a cutie pie and talented and all that. Just great. I'm so happy to have her on. Thanks again to uh, Elizabeth Ho. Yes, thank you, thank you. And I feel like personally, like with Jesse's and now Elizabeth, like the people I know most, like I'm such a fan of Destroying It. Like I really do watch a show and I just like tripped over my words, but she's hilarious on it. I love her character and no, it's a great show, guys. Check it out. Netflix, Destroying It. Yeah, really, check it out. It's, it's definitely worth it, and you can uh, see more of Elizabeth Ho. And you can follow her on Twitter, uh, Real Elizabeth Ho. Uh, like I said, you can watch her on Disjointed. And uh, the Liz Ho Show on YouTube as well. She's Liz everywhere. Ho Show. She's yeah, great. I love her. I, you know, I love her character, and it's funny when you watch the show and you're like, that girl's going to be on the stoop, and it get, you get so excited. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that was and awesome. That was awesome, 110%. 
outstanding interview. She was as bad as before. And, you know, that's how we do it here. Bart, last week, he just talked and talked about so many great things. Elizabeth O, being herself. And that's what it is. We call it the stoop. And I remember John's vision when he called it the stoop back in the days. It's just like sitting on your stoop. Somebody strolls on by and they pull up a chair and you just talk for 28 minutes and some seconds. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but that's what it's all about. And then uh, that was out- outstanding. So again, thank you to Elizabeth Howe. I on wanted to... her to sing part of, or no. not part of your world, a whole new world from Aladdin. <laughs> I wasn't going to ask that. I was not going. I was not going to ask her about pictures in her jasmine costume. None of them. I'm trying to be. I think she would have strangled me through the airways. She would have just <laughs> like said, "Shut up." I got to tell you, and I'm not saying this to be smart, but the role of Jasmine is big because Jasmine is known as this very attractive character. So, yeah, little nerves got to go into that as well. She's uh, beautiful. We love her. Elizabeth O., thank you. Let's get back to some current events and news. One of my favorite music performers, Marilyn Manson. Yeah, he's bagging a lot of dates on his latest U.S. tours for being injured by two huge prop guns that fell on him during a concert. The extent of the injury is still unconfirmed. Did you, did you see the footage? I have not seen the footage. I know you're asking me. Um, do you think at a certain age performers should quit doing crazy stunts? Or what's, what's the latest on Marilyn Manson? So you didn't see the footage because it's kind of crazy. Seen the footage. Really? I mean, uh, give us a little description if you could. I, you know. So there's like a graffiti wall in the back, and there's these two enormous, they must be like 15-foot-tall guns facing like either way so point in the opposite direction but in the middle there's this big ladder I don't know how heavy these guns are but Marilyn he turns the thing I think he's singing like personal Jesus or something and he turns the stage and he starts to climb up the ladder he's like three steps up the ladder and the whole thing just collapses it looks like on his face and he's just down. He has like all the crew and everything rushed to his side and they're trying to pick him up, but he's just down. He was out for like 15 minutes. I mean, the, the video shuts off, but everyone's like cheering or booing because they thought it was like part of the show or something, but it was crazy. I don't, I hope he's okay. I, I mean, I'm a fan. Um, he's been doing this for so long. He's, he's 48 years old. Um, that was just poor stage management or something on them. Yeah, you see stunts. Um, you used to watch Eddie Vedder a lot and he used to climb all over the places and venues. And Manson is one of my favorites. I know he's a lover of him or hate him and I've always liked Manson's music. And I've always been a fan. But yeah, there's got to be a limit sometimes to to the kind of things he does. And you hate to say age, but yeah, age does play a factor in it. A guy making a lot of money, being an excellent performer and singer. The stunts are fun, but there, there's got to be a limit. I mean, God forbid. It, it could have been so much worse. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I don't want to come on the stoop one day and say, you know, singer Marilyn Manson is dead after falling off something and cracking his head. Open. So let's keep the stunts down a little bit. Stick to amazing music. Amazing. Yeah. I've seen Manson. Uh, I've seen him like four times. You ever seen Marilyn Manson? No, I haven't. Um, I wanted to see him the last time he was here, but... Um, no, I don't know. Did he do any stunts when you saw him? No, he didn't. Uh, the last time I saw him, I seen him four times. First time he was an opening act for Nine Inch Nails. That's pretty amazing. 
then I've seen him at um, one of the festivals, I believe it was OzFest, and then I've seen him uh, alone, and then I've seen him one time um, in Camden at whatever that center is called now. It's got a different name every week. And uh, he had gotten up to the big podium, and he was doing his his hey chant, and somebody hit him in the head with a uh, beer bottle. Ugh. I think it was a plastic. Still, it hit him, and uh, he f-bombed and said uh, good night. The show ended after an hour, and he was gone. And that's the kind of crap that we're talking about. But you know, Manson, uh, he doesn't pull punches. He kind of says it as it is, and uh, you know, yes, he's not going to yeah. stop doing what he's doing as long as he's working for him. And it's just crazy this Sunset poll. And you wonder, like, not just him, but other people, like. I don't know, Kanye has a moving stage that goes above the crowd. Like, a number of things can go wrong and have gone wrong. I mean, look at, like, Michael Jackson and Mariah Carey doesn't even move anymore because she's afraid she's going to fall. So it's just, uh, it's scary. And I don't know, I think that it really needs to be bumped up for everyone's safety. Just take precautions, you know. Certainly, and I've seen it, and I've seen videos. Uh, there was a video of Gene Simmons going around where Simmons you know, was walking around them giant boots, and he falls over backwards and lands pretty much flat on his face. And there's a guy in his 60s, a very tall presence of a man, still walking around these giant, uh, like, demon-looking heels. I mean, it's, it, there's got to be a time when this stuff just isn't safe anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I know, like, Bruce Br- Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, go ahead. Uh, like, Bruce Springsteen, he's 68, but he, like, works out every day he trains like he he runs all over the place he's like in and out of the crowd and he's up and down on the rafters and you know he's just he kills it and so does like Mick Jagger he puts on a great show I mean he just I don't know but the the big props and the big stages just scare me yeah it can be a little scary and of course you know I've been a concert goer for a long time I I peel back a little bit because it gets pricey and it gets time-consuming, and it's hard to always keep up with it, but uh, yeah, I mean, keep it a little more simple. It's, we're there for the music. You know, we appreciate the extra effort, but let's stick to the music for everybody's safety. TRL. TRL, also known as Total Request Live on MTV, has got a reboot today. Jewel is telling us that after a nine-year hiatus, the once Carson Daly hosted show is now being led by DC Young Fly and his squad of social media influencers. That's, that's a little past me. Okay, I'm reading it as Jewel presented. Um, that's what it me, is. For me, Crazy. I remember being a fan. I remember being a fan of TRL. I used to like when they used to have um, the artists show up live and talk a little bit about their latest stuff and their videos. And it, it was kind of mm-hmm. like what we do here. It's a little bit like off the cuff, a little bit laid back. Uh, there was always fans peering in the window. It was kind of neat. I always hated Carson Daly. Yeah, I said it right here on the TV and on the air. That's going to be listened to by many people. I did not like Carson Daly. But, uh, yeah, so it's back. So TRL, maybe MTV will actually do some things called, I don't know, music videos. Oh, gosh. That. So what are you thinking about TRL and its return? First of all, to go back, I was like, you know, 90s, 2000s kid. Like, that was me coming home from grade school and, like, early high school, running home to see TRL at 330 and yeah, the Backstreet Boys and Britney Spears and Eminem, they would all come on and mm, great. It was like it was like the glo- can I just get a thought? <laughs> <laughs> you can't. I'm no, just dropping a little, a little background noise. 
She's like, mmm, in the background. Um, no, it was just great. It was like the glory days of TRL. I love Carson Daly. He was great. He was just like, you know, he didn't have a lot of emotion, but he was just a good a good host. I, I, I like Carson. Um, but mm, Carson it was, Daly. <laughs> it was just funny because it, I guess it fell off nine years ago. I mean, is not – as long as I thought, I thought it was going way before that, like for a bigger yeah, stretch. Yeah, seen that way. Yeah. So I, I was trying to look on MTV today because I was actually at my home at 3.30. There was seven different MTV channels and none of them were playing music, <laughs> let, alone, let alone like music videos. So I was way thrown off. Plus, it was around the time that we were getting breaking news on Tom Petty. So I was trying to like keep up on Twitter and all that. So I finally got the TRL, and it's not even this uh, DJ, what's his face, Young Fly and his squad. But oh, it's DJ was, Young Fly. You left it as DC Young Young Fly. <laughs> oh, so no, DC I think it Young is, Fly. I'm like, it is DC, it's DC Young Fly. Young I'm Fly. sorry. I thought but, I looked it up. I'm like, what are you doing to me here? Okay. <laughs> no, no, but the first person that was shown was DJ Khaled. That's why I got tripped up. DJ okay. Khaled. It was like, we the best. And it was not even this young man, DC Young Fly, or his squad. It was just like a, a random gang of people. And then I kept flicking back and forth between TMZ to get the updates. And still, no music videos. I'm like, what is this garbage? And I immediately went like, click. So I miss the TRL of Yonder Year and Days Past and Carson Daly and, and all the greats that we know and love. <laughs> <laughs> but you, And we had mentioned, uh, you broke this to us a few weeks ago, that- Unplugged is coming back now. Now Total Request Live, so maybe MTV gets back into music. But there's the real sad thing about it. You said you were flipping back and forth to all these MTV channels, and then back to TMZ for Tom Petty. MTV wasn't breaking any Tom Petty news. No, none of it, and neither was TMZ Live. And my dad was sitting with me. He's like, "Well, this isn't this isn't live. This can't be live. Like it was breaking news on on everywhere else, but." These two main sources, like, we're supposed to get our pop culture news. So it was uh, really irritating. <laughs> that's that's really is unbelievable. And, and I remember uh, watching MTV, and, you know, me and you have a generation gap, but we're still people that watch MTV. You remember the name Kurt Loder. Kurt Loder would come on and break mm-hmm. this kind of news. Because MTV yeah. is Kurt Loder, an MTV uh, special reporter, news break, whatever it was. And he's the kind of guy that would be on top of this. And I, I'm sitting here because... I was working while this news was going down, trying to keep up with it. You said you were home flipping through MTV channels and didn't get a report about a music legend. That's yeah, that's stunning to me. I know we were we were like flipping out, and it, it was not good because I remember the days of like Kurt Loder and V like breaking news, like where are yeah. you people? But everyone, I don't know. Everyone gets their updates on their phones now. I guess that's why TRL faded out as well. So. I don't know. Good point. It's like the Good it's point. like the death of music videos. Sad. It's been Possibly, gone. <laughs> yeah. And um, you, you know, you you came out a few minutes ago and you got down yourself a little bit for choking on your words a bit, but your research, your contributions are amazing, and I really appreciate you. Really keep me up to date as well as, as the people on the stoop, and you do a fantastic job. So really, thanks for that. And you know, you're there on the scene, and you're reporting right here that the biggest supposed music television network has nothing to say about Tom Petty. It's a little sad. Yeah. But, you know, thank changing you. of the... No, absolutely, thank you. Changing, you know, we're, we're being nice to each other tonight. 
And it's past oh. 9 o'clock. What the hell is going on here? A ah! uh, quick report from Upset Special uh, Central here at the Stoop. Uh, Washington Redskins do have a 10 nothing lead over the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, about 12 minutes left in the second quarter. Redskins have looked pretty strong. Uh, they got the ball on the one-yard line on their last drive and are kicking a field goal. And Terrell Pryor has a, a deep touchdown pass from Kirk Cousins. So Eagles fans, Redskins looking pretty tough on a 10 nothing lead in the second quarter. Let's get on to other stuff. Let's get on to fun stuff. We need fun stuff. Elizabeth Ho did a great job bringing us some fun stuff. Now it's the thing that me and Jewel do so lovingly. And let's bring you another edition of... <laughs> what is, in Terrible. fact, I want to play this. It's great. I, I absolutely, you know, tell me, I live for that moment. You sing the intro to what's on your playlist. So basically what we do, if you're new to us tonight, and you're tuning in for the first time, first of all, where the fuck have you been? <laughs> Secondly, <laughs> welcome to the stoop. I'm with me, as always, is Jewel Tatey. We do top five lists. We do guests. We do banter. We do... Uh, Topics of discussion. We do football predicting. We uh, sit here in our underwear. We drink beer. You name it, we do it. That's not true. We do this today. <laughs> <laughs> right. The beer drinking part is not true. <laughs> <sighs> uh, but anyway, we do this thing called What's on Your Playlist. And what we do is me and Jewel dig deep into our music library. We hit shuffle. Five songs come up. And, you know, I think we're going to get to the point where we try playing the songs a little more clear. I don't know if we can legally. Everybody owns a piece or something. We're going to look uh. into that. But anyway, we play the songs. We tell you what it means to us, and uh, we go from there. And I, I rate, or berate, for that matter, Jewel and her choices, and she tells me how great mine are. So let's kick it off, Jewel. I will go first tonight, because the last couple of times I've made you go first. Okay. I'm going to hit shuffle, and we're going to find out what's on my playlist. Oh, baby. It's a great one right here. The legend himself, the great prince, and the classic from Purple Rain, Take Me With You. Now, I'm going to let it play out for a second. Can you hear that pretty good? Me and George dancing here. Joel's got a more high life. I've got my Rogue's uh, coffee brew here. Prince, uh, the song Take Me With You. As, as I've said in a couple of, my, of our top ten lists, I've loved Prince. I always thought the man was a fantastic performer, amazing on a guitar. Uh, he had songs that were deep, and he wrote songs for a lot of people. And Take Me With You is, is a good song, and it has one of the classic lines, you know, and I've said it to my wife before, and I, I like to say this line, I don't care where we go, I don't care what we do, I don't care, pretty baby, just take me with you. It is one of the deepest, most loving, romantic lines you'll ever hear any human being sing. Take Me With You, one of my all-time favorite songs. Right? Thank you, Joel. Aww. Thank you. It's like uh, Phantom of the Opera. It's like, How do you go? <laughs> Wow! Holy let, Jesus! It's like, let me go to Christine. You know you what, what I'm talking about? <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, I do. I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> i tell you, you what. I bet if I get on Facebook and messes Bart Chetto, <laughs> I bet he comes on and sings that for us. I bet he does. <laughs> Oh, listen. okay, good. Don't, don't listen to my freaking version. I just I do. like your version. I like your version. <laughs> version. Version. Oh, God. Version. That's an accident. Your version. Jesus Christ. Good Lord. 
Oh, we have derailed. It is the shit <laughs> portion of our program. It comes out, yeah, it comes out of nowhere, and we just derail. All right, Joel, what is your first uh, entry on okay. what's on your playlist? What's on your playlist? Can you hear it? I yeah, sure can. Oh yeah, Miss Fat Booty. By Moe's Death. Such a good song. It's such. They used to be my ringtone for a long time. They used to have a Miss, lot of ringtones. Miss Fat Booty. Miss Fat Booty. Are they? Great. Moe's Death. He can do anything. He can act. He can rap. Oh, it sounds like a good. I love his last CD, too. But it sounds like a contest but, we have here on the stoop. Miss Fat Booty. Oh, yeah. You're, you're a John. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo. That was very well played. And of course, me and the listener, send your big fat booty pictures to Jay Perini. That's J-P-O-R-R-I-N-I at stoopradio.com, and I will judge your big booty. I like big butts. Getting, I cannot lie. You get in trouble every Monday and Wednesdays, don't you? I sure do. I'm telling you, the fact that I have not woken up with that thing severed off and in her hand and her laughing at me is just amazing. It really is amazing. One of these days... <laughs> but, you know, it worked for the great Howard Stern. I guess it's going to work, too. I'm going to force it we'll to see. work for me. Oh, yeah. Time to get a little political. Time to get a little hard. It's time for the boys, known as Rage Against the Machine. And my man, Zach De La Rocha. Gorilla Radio. Uh, right, well, I could sit there and listen to that all night, but I won't. Uh, Gorilla Radio from uh, the Battle of Los Angeles. Uh, the last big album put out uh, by Rage Against the Machine. Um, i got to tell you, everybody's political nowadays. Everybody's got a stance on something. Uh, and everybody's got something to say about something. But you know what? I'm watching NFL football. I'm listening to Rage Against the Machine. You know... Be a fantastic artist. Have your stance. I understand. Everybody's got their, their plate. Everybody's got their stance. Everybody's got their thing they want to talk about. But in essence, it's about the art. And these guys are just one of my all-time favorite bands. I've always loved Rage. Tom Morello is ridiculous on guitar. Zach DeLorch has got that powerful voice. And yeah, man, I'm a Rage fan. I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna hide it from some of my, you know, closed minded friends like, Oh man, they're racist and oh man, they support this and that. I don't give a shit. I like the music. Mhm. So, you know, go with what you believe in, go with what you love. And that's it for me. That's my second entry. Gorilla Radio by Rage Against Machine, Jewel Europe. And I believe that too, just to add on to that, because if I wasn't a fan of everyone who I thought was an asshole, like my music <laughs> playlist, my music playlist would be uh, very short. So I don't care. Just give me some great music that I can listen to. You know what I mean? Okay. Not me. Not me. Not me. Not me. <laughs> I'm just in a rap mood, I guess. But this Not isn't rap. Oh. Yeah. Do you know who it is? Nope. <laughs> I like that tight bass line. I'm digging it. Weezer. Only in oh, June. Oh, yes. Oh, I forgot about this song. And then it just like popped in my head this weekend. 
I was going through some old stuff on my old phones and stuff, but uh, yeah, that's why why this is on here. But oh god, yeah, it was just like teenage angst in high school. I remember listening to this, and yeah, it's great. I love Weezer. Yeah, they got some good stuff, and it's funny they had that little bit of a what they called it a down spell and a sellout, and their music got weak. I didn't really see it. To me, it was you know all the good stuff again. No. I didn't really you know I didn't really feel it, but apparently they did, and. Uh, you know, I like it. Mm. I like their stuff. Oh, I mean, that's it? good. I like that tight bass line that leads into that. That song's on my playlist, too, so maybe it's just the oh, audio connection. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I'll stick with the fan. <laughs> um, let's see what we got on next for me. Oh. <laughs> oh, just incredible. I may cry. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. The amazing Freddie Mercury and Queen, and the song is Somebody to Love. Um, beautiful song. Uh, I dedicate it to Elizabeth Ho because uh, she is now somebody I love. Uh, <laughs> but seriously, Queen. I love it, uh, great. Yeah, she is great. Somebody to Love, um, one of the best Queen songs. It really shows Freddie Mercury's range. Uh, last week when we had Bard on, we did top five uh, favorite male vocalists. And Freddie was on my list, and, and he was such an amazing singer and such a stage presence. And, you know, again, knock the shit off about, ah, oh, but he's gay. I really could care less. The man's a fantastic artist. Uh, and the song was even redone at his tribute concert by George Michael, who, again, we know is one of my all-time favorites. And he really killed it. He did such a great job. One of the most powerful songs Somebody to love. It's it's one of my absolute favorites. It, probably if I had to do, which we'll try one of these nights, we'll do that one of these nights. We'll go like a top 20 all-time song or something. That would be on there. Somebody to love. Yeah. God, it just made me so sad because you said Freddie Mercury and George Michael and Tom Petty. Jesus Christ, dude. I know. Like, I can't take anymore. I really, I'm losing it. I can't take anymore. Ah. <sighs> All right, Give ready? us something on your playlist. Give us something upbeat. Let's hit it. This is upbeat. Very upbeat. Back in the what? Back in the what? Back in the back in the high life. <laughs> <laughs> How ironic. Steve Winwood. Steve Winwood. He's upbeat. Steve Winwood. Yeah, very underrated artist. That song always puts me in a great mood, and I love my high life. It's because I reach for been the on high the... life. <laughs> Since we've been on the side, I think Jules been back to the high life, what, three or four times? <laughs> quite, a few, quite a few times. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. The official beer drinking song of Jules Tatey. Yes. Appreciate you. <laughs> I appreciate you. Pretty awesome. I, uh, just, you know, I, I enjoy Random. beer drinking women. I enjoy beer drinking women. I do. That's a thing. Thanks. We're fun. Thank you. Especially when you bring in the song. <laughs> it's um, well, it's like operatic night. I accidentally hit the replay on that. It's Woo! operatic night. What does that lead in? It's Lead It by Yes from 90125. When Yes did the transformation from classic rock, kind of stoner rock band to the 80s band led by, uh, of course, John Anderson and Trevor Rabin. Song is Leave It. 
it's a goodie. It's a little obscure kind of number, kind of weird. Um, but it's, yeah, I'm a fan of all kind of yes music. And uh, that's all kind of reminds me of my high school days. Uh, this one girl, I'll say her name on the air. I don't know if she listens. She might listen sometimes. Oh, her name is, oh, stop it. It's not a story like that. Her name is Allison Lordy. <laughs> and Allison, if you're listening, thank you for listening. And if you're not listening, somebody who's listening and knows her, Tell her that we mentioned her name on the stoop. But in gym class, she used to she used to play this CD over and over and over again in gym class. And I grew to love it. I mean, I, I've, I've been a yes man, but I, I just remembered that, and it came to mind. That's what it's all about on what's on my playlist. The memories you have of these songs. That is what it's about. It has to that be, is right? Yes. Good. Okay. I like bringing up old anecdotes of my <laughs> younger years. I like how every Speaking time old, I say, oh. I like every time I say a female that you just automatically freak out. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh. Hmm. Back in the Lady Gaga. We were just talking about her. Why does that gotta be old? <laughs> Why does that gotta be old? There she is. It's a, no. It's like one of her. This is their first album, right? The same? I think so. I this, yeah, this came out when I was, like, in college. So, uh, yeah, Gaga. I, I saw her. Did you see her new Netflix uh, documentary? No. Uh, Liz Ho mentioned also she watches it. I have not watched it. I am not a huge Lady Gaga fan. I, I did enjoy her at the Super Bowl. I was very close-minded going in and didn't think I would, but I enjoyed it. Let me let me just say, she's she's my age. She's, she's 30. She just turned 30. And she is just coming into her own. She knows exactly what she wants to do with her life. And I feel like I'm on the same journey. So I commiserate with her. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Just, like, uh, do- doing the damn thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. What was the song, by the way? <laughs> oh. Boys, boys, boys. I did say that. I'm sorry. My apologies. Boys, boys, boys. Um, when she first came out of her first one of her first big number scores was Poker Face. Um, my instant reaction was, you know, I thought it was a porno song, Poke Her Face. With her face. Well, I can't, I can't, <laughs> that, that was a later rap song by, I believe, Cameron. <laughs> Poke Her Poke Face. Her Face. Poke Her Heine, our favorite Indian warrior princess. Poke Her Heine. <laughs> That's a good remix. I gotta put that on my list of the, uh, cause it went like oh, 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 pop, 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 poker face, pop, pop, poker face. I have to put that on my list. <laughs> I love it. I gotta find that song now. <laughs> all right, so I get one more song before this is all over, unfortunately. Yeah, now here it is. Oh yeah. Get your rap on, folks. Is this? It's not is lemonade. No, it's even better. It's not lemonade. It's iced tea. Ah. It's iced tea from that movie New Jack City. It's New Jack Hustler, also known as Nino's theme. Have you ever seen New Jack City, Joel? Mm, can't say that I have. I should have. No, but no. Chris Rock is Pookie. No. Tell me, Jack, I'm gonna die. Good movie. I got. Um, I throw Chris Rock. Uh, Wesley Snipes, Ice T, um, Judd Nelson. Uh, Wesley Snipes is this huge drug lord, and uh, it's kind of like the street cops battle versus um, 
drug lords. Not the best acting movie, but a pretty good movie. Uh, I recommend. Um, New Jack City was a song, and New Jack Hustle was pretty much its um, its theme song, if you will. Ice T, uh, now actor, rapper turned actor, and his wife is one fine piece of ass. Oh my God. <laughs> She is. I know you've seen her. She is. Goodness. I like her. I'll give you that. I like her as a a person. Yes, me too. (laughs) Okay. (sighs) Moving on. Yes. God damn it. (laughs) Don't they hate when a shitty song comes up? It's not shitty song. Okay. Oh... Because I was listening to him today. Wow. I'm really sad, guys. Don't come around here no more. Really freaking sad. The amazing uh, Tom Petty, of course. Don't come around here no more. Um, Jewel is a little choked up, so I will uh, finish introducing the song. Um, The great Tom Petty. One of his many wonderful songs. Um... So many of them, too. And um, before I announce what was on our playlist tonight, let, let's try that real quick. Let's go down. Um, give me your top three favorite Tom Petty songs. Hmm. I thought about that. That's probably that's probably my number one. I love that one. Okay. And um, it just reminds me of my friends and stuff like that. So, um I love you. Don't know how it feels. It's a That's great a party yeah. song. And probably American Girl, just because you can't be in a bad mood and listen to American Girl. That is one of those songs. Um, I always laugh. I always call it like the party girl song. Like when it comes on at a party, mm-hmm. all the girls are like, ah! yeah, that, and like brown eyed girl and stuff like that. But yeah, American Girl is one of those songs. And, that's a great song, and um, that's a good. That's a great top three because there's so many greats. Um, for me, I'm, I mean, it's such a huge listen. It's so hard to do. Um, Breakdown was a great song. I love the beat and the mm-hmm. you know breakdown. Um, and it's so hard to get three. I mean, I know I can do it. <laughs> You're so bad. It's one of my favorites. Uh, yes, Mary Jane. And um, Run Down a Dream was, was a fun one. Kind of fast paced, <laughs> a little more fast paced for the Tom Petty. But I'm like down here on this Tom Petty list. Just listen to some of the, the titles and how many songs you brought us. Won't Back Down, Free Fallen, You Don't Know How It Feels, Running Down a Dream, Refugee, Mary Jane's Last Dance, Learning to Fly, You're So Bad, American Girl, Breakdown, Why My Guitar Gently Weeps was a one he did at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The Waiting, that. Oh, You wreck Me, It's Good to Be King, You Got Lucky, Don't Do Me Like That, Facing the Crowd, Saving Grace, Walls, Should Have Known It. Oh, my God, there's just so many. So many. Tom Petty. Uh, looks like it's going to be Rest in Peace. And uh, thank you for years of terrific music. So much to have. Again, uh, wrapping up what is on our plate. What was on? What is on? What is on your playlist? Yeah, it's something like that. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, I came out with uh, Take Me With You by Prince, one of my absolute favorite songs of all time. The uh, Politically Strong, but I Politically Don't Care. Gorilla Radio, Rage Against Machine, one of my favorite acts. The Very Powerful, Somebody to Love by Queen. 
Leave It by Yes, and then I totally threw everything out the window and went gangster rap with Ice T's New Jack City. Very yeah. uh, diverse. Jewel came out with a very diverse list of her own. Uh, Miss Fat Booty. This goes out to you, Kim Kardashian. Miss Fat Booty by Most Def. I came back with Weezer's Only in Dreams, little baseline. <laughs> uh, back in the High Life by Steve Winwood, an outstanding choice. Jewel, a closet great song that not a lot of people may know. And you're a High Life drinker, and that one is dedicated to you. It's like your theme song. I'm going to get is. a sip of that. I'm going to the rights to it from Steve Winwood. I'm going to play it every time we introduce you. That's your new lead-in here on the stage. I'll come in like arms right open. Yay! I like it. <laughs> Lady Gaga's Boys, 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 and of course, the amazing, the legendary, and the possibly late Tom Petty. Don't come around here. No more. Oh. Awesome tonight. I really enjoyed what's on your playlist. We both did a great job. I got to score it because that's how we always do it here. And I'm going to score it. I beat you by a hair tonight. I didn't blow you away like I usually do. I beat you by a hair. Holy. Very <laughs> Congratulations. Holy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 you're letting me win? I should. Be. No, I beat you by a hair. I said. No, I don't think you did. It, it was close. I Very agree. Close. Good. Good. Very close. <laughs> you're getting there, Jewel. So proud. So proud of, of, of my jewel. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> now you're Elvis. <laughs> the woman of a million voices. I try. Oh, TD. <laughs> so, I know all you're sitting there saying, what's coming up on the stoop? What, what can I hear in the upcoming weeks? Because this show is so goddamn good. I want to tune in every night. Well, we're not on every night. We're on every Monday and Wednesday at 8 o'clock right here on Blog Talk Radio. And coming up, Wednesday night, October 4th. It's going to be a goodie. You remember this woman, one of my favorite smiles in in Hollywood. She played Chelsea on Two and a Half Men, the gorgeous Jennifer Taylor. Very excited for this. Jennifer strikes me as a very cool person as well. It's going to be kind of like along the lines of what we had here tonight with Elizabeth Ho. Looking very forward to Jennifer Taylor. Uh, she will be on Wednesday, October 4th. Yay! Monday, October 9th, folks. Jewel thinks she was stuttering on her words tonight. Wait till you hear bumbling oh, idiot Jeff the Shark Perini <laughs> go all bad, bad, bad on Monday, October 9th when the incredible Rock icon, queen of metal, Lita Ford comes to the stoop. Holy shit. Monday. Oh, holy shit is right. I'm already crapping my pants, and it's a week away. Lita Ford, October 9th. We're going to talk about probably nothing. She's going to do all the talking, and we're just going to sit there with, like, frozen, like, two idiots. <laughs> mm-hmm. Probably. Most likely. Can, can you believe it? Can you believe it? Lita Ford? God, it's unbelievable. No. Um, no. People, you know, a lot of people ask me, and I was told to drop this in tonight, so I'm going to drop this in before we keep announcing the rest of the guests. Um, every Friday night, I play in a kickball league uh, with my man, Mike Gonzalez, and uh, my lovely wife, Cassie, and Mike's lovely wife, Michelle, and my friend, Aaron, and her boyfriend, Rob, and a little shout-out to the team known as Trippin' Balls. We play kickball. What was that? You, you broke up a little bit. Was it Trippin' Balls? Trippin' Balls. Oh, That's nice. my name, okay. T-R-I-P-P-I-N, <laughs> Trippin' Balls. And, uh, you know, the other night, you know, pregame, we were practicing and warming up, 
And everyone's like, where do you get these guests from on your show? And I tell you, it's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. A lot of asking. It's a lot of begging. It's a lot of, um, you know, blackmailing when you see pictures of their PR people naked or cheating or a significant other and you bribe them and say, <laughs> have your have your client on our show or else. Not really. Or uh, else. Or else. It's a lot of work with, with public relations people, and some of them just do a wonderful job for their clients. And um, Elizabeth Ho was brought to us by uh, – her firm of, of people who just came out and said, Hey, look, we got somebody fantastic for your show and they couldn't have been more right. Um, so, you know, we just work hard at it and we appreciate everybody who asks and everybody that gets curious and wants to know more about our show. Anyway, uh, I did have to give my shout out to the team tripping bowls every Friday night. Um, that's what we do. So now <gasps> I don't, let's get back. Yes. You had a thought. Go ahead. Share it. You giggled. <laughs> Oh, we have a potential guest. Okay, I just just got a breaking news inquiry and potential guest, but I can't confirm yet. But oh God, I'm excited. Really? Yeah. Hey, I'll like, tell you what. Big. Let's fire out. Let me fire out the rest of the names, and then maybe we'll uh, it will hint to your potential. Okay. Nothing wrong with a potential hint. October 11th, um, a Philadelphia artist, which we love doing that here. We love doing live Philadelphia music. Uh, a wonderful, a wonderful young lady with a powerful voice. I'm very excited to have her on. She goes by Overwinter, and she is a local Philly act, and she will be with us on the 11th. Uh, on the 16th, I go back to my soap opera days and a soap opera legend, the wonderful Kate Linder will be on the show. Now has a star on the um, Hollywood Walk of Fame. That's awesome. We're going to talk to her about that and a lot of other stuff on the 16th. Soap opera legend, Kate Linder. October 25th, my main man, one of my favorite actors of all time from one of my favorite shows of all time, from Shameless, the amazing Steve Howie comes back to the suit on the 25th. Wake up your moms, your girlfriends, your your best female friends, your sisters. Wake them up. Steve Howie, hey, Guy's a good looking guy. He's a stud. He's funny. He's entertaining. He's great. Can't wait for that one. October 25th. Number one, I can't wait for October 30th, our Halloween special with the woman who dons herself, Miss Halloween herself. From Hale Sagan, it's lead singer Sagan Amory making her return to the stoop. And I saved Halloween just for her because she just loves Halloween. That's going to be great. Jewel, wait to get a load of that. It's going to be outstanding. November 1st. November 1st, a fantastic young actress coming on strong. Natalie Sharp will be here on the stoop. She's beautiful. She's funny. She's entertaining. Cannot wait to have her on. Mm-hmm. Uh, another Philly local one. This is one you want to listen to if you're into music, friend of the local scene, a powerful voice of Miss Sheena from Sheena and the Nosebleeds. Yes. Monday, November 6th. Yes. And Jules' evil voice. She says it's very exciting. (laughs) Very exciting. And we also have a a new one uh, that we're going to announce tonight, coming November 27th. The lovely Miss Alyssa Jarrells will be on the stage. She's a young up and coming actress. She she does Disney, and she's adorable, and she's very talented. That was confirmed just the other day on the 27th. Alyssa Jarrells on the stoop. So, I'm not, I don't want to jinx it, but sometimes I got to jinx it. Jewel's talking about a potential guest, and a big one, and she's two. fanning two. two potential big guests. Yes. And she's fanning herself, and she's, oh my godding, and she's jumping around, and I, I think she, she might have peed on the floor. No, <laughs> never mind. 
<laughs> give it. Give us the names. Who do we got, Joel? Who, who's who's coming? Oh what? Oh gosh. Well, I'll just tell you. I'll tell you the shows because there's. How about that? How about we just say the shows so we don't jinx ourselves? The one ni- '90s kids like myself get ready. This is all, all that. Someone from all that. Yes, I'm very, very excited, and you will be too. But this person was one of my favorite all that cast members, and the other one that I just got some notification from was a former talk stoop or talk soup. Sorry, <laughs> I just say stoop all the time. Uh, soup. <laughs> so talk, talk, talk soup. Talk host. soup. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Hmm. There was, I, there's been, now, is it one that I would like or one that you would like? Uh, Both. But I'll tell you what, Jeff. I got the men to commit. Kind of. A little bit. A little tiny bit. <laughs> Reese's peanut butter cups. Reese's peanut butter cups. My wife walked into the studio and she's, you know, she's making a Wawa run for us here at the studio. And I want Reese's peanut butter cups. I'm not ashamed. I want some hummus. Give me some hummus hummus and eggs. (laughs) Hummus and eggs. What the hell is this? I'm on the Halloween diet. I'm on that Sagan diet. (laughs) (laughs) Sagan, she's wonderful. I can't wait. Um, So, I mean, when I ask you if it's a, if it's a former talk soup host I would like, you know what I mean. Like what I uh, like, or no? No, I just said. Well, you were making your Wawa uh, grocery list. I said <laughs> that I could potentially get the men to commit. So it's yeah, a okay, man. It's, men. it's a man. See, I gotta get you to get try to get on the show, and I'll try to get the women on the show. And a lot of them are female PR firms too, and they they seem to take to my studliness, and then the men seem to take to your hotness. So I think we've got a little something, something going on. Not really. <laughs> but a former talk soup host, that'd be really exciting. I was thinking, of course, Aisha Tyler. That's why Aisha was somebody I'd like. Oh. Wait. Because, the, yeah, baby. The yeah. one who's a doctor? A doctor. That actress? What? And she's a doctor? I Aisha really don't know if she's a doctor. She's a doctor? Oh, okay. Oh. I thought so. <laughs> Never mind. If I can't believe doctor, I said talk I need a soup. physical. <laughs> oh, God. I can't believe I said talk stoop though, because that's that's how high <laughs> a level. I do that too. I, I really, I do that too. Any, anything that sounds remotely like stoop, I find myself saying stoop a lot. Stoop. I really do. Stoop, you stupid. Stoop, stupid, stupid. 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 <laughs> yeah, so a, a huge list of exciting guests. Oh, and I almost forgot. I talked to this amazing, wonderful fan of the show, friend of the show, and. Incredible artist the other day being messaged. There's going to be new music coming out from Lilith in the Night. And Lilith Yay. will be making her appearance. Yes, debut stuff again. Lilith in the Night will be here on the stoop. It's coming in October. It's probably going to be a special episode. So it might be a Tuesday or a Thursday night. But hey, we're willing to go the extra mile to bring more Lilith. And I say it about a lot of our guests. I know I use the same superlatives over and over again. She's the cream of the crop. No disrespect to anybody we've had, but she's a total package. She is talented. 
She is sweet as could be. She's got the most powerful voice. She is absolutely gorgeous, and she is just amazing. And we want that to come real soon. Jewel, you're going to get your first taste of Lilith, and you're going to love it. I'm so excited. I'm really just so excited about the whole lineup we have going on here. It's a great, great fall. <laughs> yeah, there, there's not a bad episode coming up. And uh, I'm getting um, nervous as shit. <laughs> yeah, a little, a little bit pissing myself. That's <laughs> it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've definitely peed my pants. Uh, but it's funny because they're all just, I mean, they come on here and they're just like, yeah, so I'm, you know, I don't know what you guys are all amped up about. Like, you know, Bart was just acting like any old regular person. Elizabeth Hill was acting like any old regular person and telling us to Elizabeth. stop getting all nervous. But, you know. <laughs> Elizabeth thought I was an idiot. <laughs> She's like, oh, that's a gal. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, it's great stuff. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, we talked about marijuana and disjointed tonight. I'm going to have to smoke a major fatty before getting Lita Ford on the show. I am going to be nervous <laughs> as hell. Meanwhile, I'm sure she's sitting home. And, oh, I know. She's probably sitting home saying, oh, my God, i got to talk to Jeff Perini. I'm so nervous. <laughs> I doubt that's oh. happening. But, yeah, oh, just incredible. We've worked really hard. And I want to, again, thank Jewel and, and myself and everybody who's um, close to us that helps us out, puts our name down there, promotes us, whatever. Um, but we're making yeah. it happen. It, it really is a dream come true. And, you know, we'd like to get bigger. And if you're out there and you're listening and maybe you work for a radio station and you want more of the stoop and you want to put us on nationwide, we're down for that. What do you think, Jewel? We're down. We're totally down. <laughs> down. I'm not going to do it for free, but I'll do it pretty cheap. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever Whatever you want to offer. I think I think uh, we can negotiate. But I, I just think it's amazing that Lita is on during Pinktober. She has a huge breast cancer awareness virtual team. Um, today is October 2nd. We are kicking off Pinktober in a big way. Uh, I'm going to do some, try to do some like live things, maybe for our YouTube channel, go to some breast cancer awareness things that I'm scoping out around town. So, uh, yeah, super stoked. And um, just Pinktober, bring awareness to breast cancer. And breast cancer sucks and it needs to be squashed for real dynamite that's dynamite well done it's it's something i always talk about and i always uh, contribute in some way and i'm not the biggest contributor with me i'm not a guy with tons of money floating around but i like to to give when i can and breast cancer winners is a big one and it's um yeah. I, I know a guy uh in fact that had it a couple of years back and um yeah so it yeah. it doesn't discriminate it's a little more it's much more common in women but also attack uh, men as well, and Lita does have uh, something called Lita's team, and she's fighting breast cancer, and uh, that's big. And it's funny because the NFL got so wrapped up in all this protest and all that normally they bust into their you know, pink uh, cleats and stuff like that, and I haven't seen any of that yet. Hopefully next week the NFL gets back to their, uh, to their breast cancer awareness thing. Yeah, get back to uh, you know, just sending the right message. Um, my sister beat breast cancer. It's going on a year now, and it's just, it, no matter who you talk to, like, um, Julia Louis Dreyfus just got diagnosed so yes. bad. And, um, it, you know, she just said it happens to one out of eight people and, and I'm the one. So you can't run into someone without them being affected by cancer in some way. So it's just horrible. Agreed. Cancer is uh, an absolute 
terrible thing. And I, and I think about the cancer now, of course, being October. Um, yesterday, uh, I just want to take a moment to say happy birthday to my mother in heaven. Uh, we lost her a few months back. Yesterday was her birthday, October 1st. So happy birthday, Mom. October 16th, uh, we'll be on the air doing a show, uh, and uh, that's my father's birthday. My father passed away from cancer. Not breast cancer, of course. He did pass away from cancer. So it's it's a terrible thing. It's something we should contribute more to and be more aware of. And, again, take your stance against race. Take your stance against police. Uh, take your stance against a lot of things and, and speak your mind and, and let your voice be heard. But – Get together with your fellow man and contribute to some other big things, like beating cancer. Very dangerous, yeah. very awful. And we thank everybody here that listens and everybody that contributes. Um, really, Joel, within the last couple of minutes before we go off the air, I want to take time to tell everybody that listens to our show just that. Look, got a lot going on here, and I post this on my Facebook page. Uh, it's been a rough few weeks. Hurricanes, North Korea threats. Uh, the shooting in Vegas, the death of Tom Petty, the NFL, the, the stance that they're taking against the American flag and, and the president. And I know I've defended the president here in the past, but even he's starting to get out of line and become a big mouth and, and stuff like that. Look, take a few minutes out of your day. Say hi to somebody you've never met before. Shake somebody's hand. Donate something. Put a dollar in a cup somewhere. Just give. You know, if you want so much back, and we all want things as Americans, and I'm just as guilty, we all want things. But if you want it, you got to give it. Give a little bit of yourself. Yeah. Make this country a goddamn better place, because right now it's falling apart. And I won't Pay live in a forward. country that's falling apart. Yep. Absolutely. What do you think? You got you got a, a minute to hit the love fest? What's on your mind? No, yeah. I think that's the ending message for the day is just, we need more love. We need more kindness and oh, we need more everything. <laughs> um, <laughs> we just really need to calm down and take a breath. I mean, there's so many natural disasters happening, like you said, and, and with just the crazy on top of it, like it's just, it's too much. So um, just, yeah, like you said, pay it forward. I totally believe in that. Um, yeah. And try try to be nicer people. Absolutely. If we could, definitely. That would be fantastic. Quick update from the NFL. Washington Redskins, Kansas City Chiefs are playing Monday Night Football. The Chiefs have just scored uh, their first touchdown in the game. It's 10-7. And Washington Redskins fans, some bad news is Josh Norman just walked off the field early, headed towards the locker room. That is a huge blow. Uh, without Norman in the game, their defense uh, could very well suffer. So right now, 10-7. Washington Redskins the uh we're just about the end of the second quarter. Joel, thank you for asking. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> entering the studio right now, as I break, entering the studio right now is, come on, hey. show us, everybody. Hey, Reese's Cups. <laughs> and Reese's Cups are in the house, and my beer just hit the floor. And here comes Henry the dog to <laughs> lick up my beer. Get back, Henry. 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 Cassie, uh, my beautiful wife, uh, she is in the studio. She delivered candy. Uh, this is why you love this woman. Uh, Henry's here roaming around trying to drink my beer. Um, he's not allowed. So, and he's definitely what a no great candy. wife. Great wife, great cup. Aww. Great wife, That's great sweet. life. <laughs> and she That's just rolls awesome. her eyes at me. Meanwhile, she's like, you're on the stoop trying to bang every chick in Hollywood a minute ago. Talking about how this one's hot and that one's hot. And now you want candy. Take it easy, Howard Stern. She just says, 
That's great stuff right there. All right, so uh, just a few short minutes left. I want to take the time out again to thank Elizabeth Ho for coming out tonight. She was amazing. The show is disjointed on Netflix, and if you haven't watched it yet, watch it. It's pretty damn good. I recommend. Um, I just want the Jenny show. I just want Jenny the Buttender show because that would be Jenny hilarious. And, <laughs> Jenny and the, I always forget the names of the characters. Jenny and the other dude, the stoner dude with the beard and mustache, those two should be the whole oh, show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty great. He's he's pretty <laughs> funny. And then uh, Nicole Sullivan. She's she's pretty damn funny on that show too. Um, good show. Disjointed on Netflix. Really good. So again, thanks for Elizabeth. Don't forget Wednesday night, Jennifer Taylor, formerly of two and a half men. She'll be with us and she'll be talking some great stuff as they always do here on the stoop. Do you so think she's you gonna talk about Sheen Charlie Boy? Sheen? Yeah. You know, I don't I don't know if that's a subject I bring up, but I'm going to try and sneak it in. We're going to figure Ooh, out. We may have to. <laughs> if she has that, like, Elizabeth Ho, everything goes vibe, I'm going to say, yeah, so what was up with Charlie Sheen? Is he really freaking crazy? Over that. <laughs> I like to try that out. She might be down with that. You never know. You never know. You know, you don't know unless you ask. Maybe she doesn't want me to ask. And I'm going to show Jewel a little treat right now. Oh, cool, Janie. Henry on the stoop. Say something, Henry. Oh. He's looking at right? my candy. Hi. Yeah, he's looking at my candy, staring at my beer. Chocolate. Hey, no chocolate. chocolate. No chocolate, no beer. <laughs> no chocolate, no beer. How about a kiss for daddy? Give me a kiss. Come <laughs> I've never seen a dog that actually hates kisses. He absolutely <laughs> hates kiss contact. God bless him. He's a good boy. Not, not my dog. She, like, headbutts me. She just stays <laughs> right in my face. <laughs> the funny thing is, when me and John used to do the show, Henry used to bark relentlessly. I think there's something more about John than anything else. <laughs> they said they say the animals sense evil, so who knows? <laughs> I just talk to puppies. Uh, all puppies like babies. That's all. <laughs> uh, maybe that's why he likes his daddy so much. Just one big <laughs> child. Okay. All right. So that is it for a Monday night show. Go to bed, people. Get some rest. Thank you for listening again on the stoop. And really, seriously, I mean this more than I've ever meant it before in my entire life. Don't be a douche. And get some high life in you. Cheers to the high life. <laughs> is it? It's not working. It's just not working. No matter how I say it, it's just not happening. Back, be back in the high life someday. Maybe Reach. Wednesday we'll let you. Maybe Wednesday we'll let you do the don't be a douche, and I'll try and go out with something because you're okay. Although you didn't give us a bye bye tonight, I'm a little disappointed. I love the bye bye. <laughs> it's not the end yet. I'll say it. Not uh, sure. Oh, oh okay. okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Jesus. One woman yells at me for my overly <laughs> sexual prowess, and the other one yells at me for telling her when to talk. <laughs> Don't be a douche. <laughs> Don't be a douche. Isn't it nice, isn't it? All right. Again, for the amazing, the lovely, the wonderful, the beautiful Jewel Tady, I am Jeff the Shark Perini. Good night, Stu Plant. Signing off. Bye bye. <laughs> Oops, we're not off the air yet. We are in three, two, one.